the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. You hired him for his sexual proclivities. You didn't think he'd be good at anything. We're going to get to Pete Buttigieg and Leapfrog later. In the meantime, let's talk about the Dimwood in diapers. I spotted something yesterday during the Three Amigos tour in Mexico. I want the record to show. I don't know what questions I didn't answer. I'm prepared later. Thank you very much. Now, aside from that being a symptom of dementia, he knew there was going to be a problem today. I want you to listen to this again, knowing that more classified docs were found. Now, I believe Joe Biden is a saboteur, an asset of enemies foreign and domestic, bribed in numerous fashions from Ukrainian oligarchs, Russian oligarchs, to Chinese communists, to American fat-ass extortionists called labor boss unions. I want the record to show. I don't know what questions I didn't answer. I'm prepared later. Thank you very much. I want the record to show. I want the record to show. I don't know. What is he saying? Oh, I don't know what questions I didn't answer. I don't know what questions I didn't answer. Squirrel, do you know what questions you didn't answer? You don't know, Meaner? All right. You're still stuck on, you're still stuck on Pete Buttigieg and sexual proclivities. Okay. I'm prepared later. Thank you very much. I'm prepared later. Joe Biden has been selling his political power so long. He has a team around him to make up excuses of why he is an asset of enemies, foreign and domestic. He has to consult with those imbeciles that surround him. Not just Pete Buttigieg, who couldn't change a tire and know what transportation even is. Not even Sideshow Bob, although we've got some wonderful clips. Let's listen to this just a quick Sideshow. The president acknowledged yesterday that he had been briefed. Um, that those documents were found. When was he briefed that those documents had been found? So let me just lay this down a little bit because it's some just for folks who happen to not be following this. Look, the pre- <sighs> don't ever talk down to me, stupid. The president addressed this issue uh, yesterday. He addressed it on uh, um, uh, in Mexico City on the world stage in front of many of you at a press conference uh, with two of, of our closest neighbors, as you all know. And he said he takes classified documents and information seriously. He was surprised to learn any records had been found found there. He doesn't know what was in them. He said this, just repeating what the president has said. As soon as his lawyers realized these documents were there, they did the right thing and immediately turned them over to the archives as he said did the right thing and immediately turned them over to the archives why were they there they set up an office for me secure office in the capitol when i the four years after being vice president i was a professor at penn uh according to tax records 
from his own release tax document, Biden received more than $900,000 from the university for holding a position between 2017 and 2019. Now, aside from the fact that this short-in-the-pants Irish mobster exaggerates and doubles everything, that's only two years. What in the hell was this moron paid $900,000 for? What was he paid $900,000 for? He was involved in no regular classes. He had around a dozen public appearances on campus, mostly in big-ticket items, said the Philadelphia Inquirer. That's a bribe, because the Chinese Communist Party used the University of Pennsylvania as a money laundering scheme in the same fashion they used his crack connoisseur, whoremongering, short-in-the-pants scum son as a bagman to bribe the now sitting president, an asset, a traitor to America, which is why the policies are being touted by enemies of America, both foreign and domestic. You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. And that... We thank you for that, sir. Now, that's the Mexican president <laughs> in the remake of The Three Amigos Part Do. He's the short one that played, was played by Martin Short. Now, the question is, which one is Chevy Chase and which one is Steve Martin? That's the only question of the new Three Amigos. We got to cast Trudeau, who for once in his life looked like the smartest guy in the room. In the meantime, the Mexican president wants to thank him. The Mexican president... Is there anybody that doesn't think he isn't paid for and sponsored by the cartels? The challenge we're seeing in Mexico right now is that the, uh, the air quotes, good cartel, the one that saw drugs as a business, is being broken up. Yeah, remember El Chapo, Sinaloa cartel? We smuggle drugs. That's our business. You don't mess with things that mess with the business. So you don't trip the old lady. You don't steal her purse. You don't shoot at the cops. The replacement cartel is Jalisco New Generation. Whenever you move into a town, you shoot it up. You do kick over the old lady. You do take her purse. You make the people scared of you. That's the point of this. I wonder if that new generation cartel just heard about the FET beanbag, J.B. Pritzker's law against assault weapons. Because if you got them, you're going to need them. Because the cartels aren't just going to be happy with the sewer of Chicago and the punchline leadership in Chicago. They're going to be spreading because that's the only industry in Illinois growing. And many of the other Democrat sewers. Because in my... Research, I believe they all benefit from the same kind of cartel money. And it explains why Joe Biden vowed, even before he ran, that he would not build one meter. And that's why it was so easy for him to get cooperation in the greatest election theft in world history. Trump campaigned on um, build that wall. Are you willing to tear that wall down? No, I'm, there will not be another foot of wall constructed on my administration. Number one. Wow. We wow. the one time this whore, this short in the pants gangster bag man asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, told the truth. I found it. It was a long search, but I found it.
Number two, what I'm going to focus on, and the and your uh, uh, the fact is that 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 and he won with his signs of dementia, and now all of the enemies of America, both foreign and domestic, are the only ones thriving. Just one more. Why didn't President Biden want to see what's really going on at the border? He did see exactly what's going on at the border. You know, you know, sideshow Bob. He didn't. You fraud. You moron. You spin-lying witch. He didn't see anything. They cleaned it up. He was protected, not just by the Secret Service, but by the propagandists and Trump's wall. He talked to any migrants, and he didn't go anywhere that people actually cross illegally. Why not? But he also, but he met, uh, he went to the, the Migrant Center, which was a critical place to be. When you think about the partners uh, who, who are uh, our partners who are helping uh, support uh, the migrants on the ground there, uh, there happened to be no migrants at the facility at the time that he visited. But let's, but let's. Where were they? Now we've got record no, millions and millions and millions. We've got thousands waiting in lines. Why were there no people there? Because your government, in conjunction with what is supposed to be a media, are running propaganda videos that would make Adolf Hitler look tall. Yes, they are. El Paso has been crushed. The shelters are full. There are overflow migrants sleeping in the streets, and then it's just a coincidence that suddenly the president shows up and... Well, let me talk about what's going on in El Paso, right? El Paso uh, did go down significantly prior to the president's visit uh, by about 70%. And that's a good thing, Peter. That's a good thing that we, we've seen the, the numbers go down. And that is something that uh, we should be saying, okay, that's a good job there. Uh, it has helped ease pressure all across the community, but the president visit uh, had nothing to do with it. Uh, and so, look, again, uh, we went. To, he went to a migrant center. Uh, he went to one of the busiest port of entry, which is in El Paso. Uh, and uh, and so the president got to shut up, you stuttering lion witch. Our Republican friends and some a few Democrats are very critical of what's going on on the border, but yet refuse to even look at the detail document I submitted for the Congress to consider to reform the process completely. Aside from the dementia stammer and stutter and stupidity, what he was advocating was for amnesty. So my only real question is who received more money, in your opinion? The short Mexican president, who is an asset of the cartels, or our dimwit in diapers? Which one receives more money from drug dealers and cartel members in the underworld? Joe Biden, the Mexican president. Uh, I was going to throw in the Canadian, but he's a real, true, second-generation communist sympathizer, as his father was before him. And I remember, whenever we talk about communism... The work that went in to avoiding communism, to fighting communism. Of course, it all happened from 1943. Here's a document read by somebody who went on to be not just a great patriot, but a phenomenal author, G. Edward Griffith. He is the, or Griffin, excuse me. He is also the author of The Creature of Jekyll Island. In 1943, the following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read... When certain obstructionists become too irritating, label them, after suitable buildups as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic, and use the prestige of anti-fascist and tolerance organizations to discredit them. In the public mind, 
constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind. That's why when anybody dumb enough to support Joe Biden or corrupt enough to support Joe Biden calls you a name, wear it like a badge of honor. Be proud of it as Sideshow Bob is proud of that ridiculous hairdo she prances around in. Be proud of it, because this isn't about policy differences. This is about communism and fascism and Marxism disguising itself as an option to freedom, of which it is not. 312-642-5600. Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean, thanks for taking my call. Hey, listen, I got an example for you of the greatest deceitful, rotten, lying, scumbag, hypocrite, and everything else. And here it is. The other day. 500 says it's a Democrat. Ah, oh, man, you, 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 hey, you cheating, man. You, you've been looking at the notes. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. this kid goes down to uh, Mexico and everything like that. He um, takes a photo op by Trump's wall. He did everything he can to take all the metal that was there to finish that wall. He turned to scrap metal, wouldn't put it on, did everything against the wall, defunded it, then, and he stands by it, pretending like he's basically uh, protecting the uh, our border with the wall that Trump built. What a rotten scumbag that guy is and everything. If that's standing by Trump's wall, if he just does everything to destroy it and yeah. knock it all down well, and hey, defund hey, it. The, the one time he told the truth. When he was running, he said he will not build one meter. He was thanked by an asset of the cartel for not building one meter. The fentanyl deaths this year alone, which have doubled the men killed in Vietnam, go with pretty much zero attention. And there seems to be no transportation problem, no supply chain problem in the drug trade from the new generation cartel. Maybe... We'll get lucky, and they'll put Pete Buttigieg in charge of transportation and logistics, and maybe they'll have a hiccup. Thank you very much, Craig, for the call. Bruce in Palatine. Uh, this is uh, Bruce from Palatine. Yeah, I want yeah, to echo it. You're right. That imbecile in short pants, that dementia-ridden Trump. I'm a master's-educated Latino, and I'm glad to hear no damn walls being Bill, you short Shut up, you moron. You, this is Bruce from Palatine. Your name isn't Bruce. You're probably not from Palatine. You're another scumbag. Master's educated. I don't give a rip what education you have. Did you come here legally? See, because there's two kinds of people, Bruce, you fraud. Legal and illegal. And if your first decision is to break the law, then I have no sympathy for you. And you're not entitled to any benefits. And I'll tell you another thing, Bruce. I don't even think Americans are entitled to benefits. There's no such thing as entitlements. Just this quasi-socialist economy that enriches scum like you. And if you are educated, which I think you're not, something tells me you didn't pay for your tuition. You leech, you mooch, you roach, you Democrat. Glenn in Oakbrook. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. I just got something news that came over the wire. Joe Biden has declassified his diapers. Nice. It doesn't. It won't stop a moron like Bruce. He probably, if he is an educated illegal, 
He probably didn't pay for tuition. And the way that he got in is because they lowered the standards, which is why when I said Bruce from Palatine, he repeated his own name like the fracking moron that they are. Stay in Palatine, scumbag. Wallow amongst your own failure. Wallow in it. Let me see more. More of who Bruce likes. People know I take classified uh, documents and classified information seriously. And do you know the best part about these scum Democrats, scum They don't even care that China bribed them. Bruce is too stupid to know that Penn State gave him $900,000 as a pass-through bribe, as all the Democrats are too stupid to recognize the very creation of the ghettos they suffer in. He doesn't care about American people who suffer as American money goes to the foreign dictators that make their country so terrible like the one that Bruce the scum leech left. Why'd you leave? If you like socialism so much, why'd you leave if you like communism? Why'd you come here, Bruce? Oh, I know. Welfare. So you could pretend you're a master's earner. You're a bust out. And what fries you about capitalism is uneducated guys like me can buy you and like juicy fruit. That's why you want to tear down the system. That's why you're a communist sympathizer. Because you're a low-life roach like every single Biden voter. When my lawyers were clearing out my office at the University of Pennsylvania, they set up an office. And your lawyers are scum, too. For me, secure office in the Capitol. When I, the four years after being vice president, I was a professor at Penn. Uh, they found some documents in a box, you know, locked. Ca- By the way, did he say Trump in shorts, too, that stupid Democrat? Here's what it is, Bruce, you fracking moron. Short in the pants means your Schwansteiger is tiny. You got shorted by the big guy. Or at least the closet. And as soon as they did, they realized there were several classified documents in that box. And they did what they should have done. They immediately called the archives. Immediately called. Immediately to a Democrat is if it's before an election, you hold off until the elections in key areas were stolen, like in Arizona, like the ones that stole. The election, so this imbecile with dementia, this 50-year asset of enemies, foreign and domestic, could pretend to be president and embarrass an entire nation, but enrich a tremendous amount of gangsters and mobsters and cartel members. All the archives, turn them over to the archives, and I was briefed about this discovery. The archives, the archives. Who's running the archives? More bureaucrats, more failures? More corrupt assets of the Democrat mafia, like the ones in our bureaucracies, like the ones in our CIA and FBI and all the rest of it. What about ATF? What are they doing? Huh? Gunrunner. Among other things, the FBI used dossier allegations to obtain a warrant to spy on the Trump campaign. Despite You think the the moron from some third world hellhole that he fled you think he understands what that is? No. Acknowledging dossier, allega- dossier allegations as being salacious and unverified. Former FBI Director James Comey briefed those allegations to President Obama and President-elect Trump. Those briefings conveniently leaked to the press, resulting in the publication of the dossier and launching thousands of false press stories based on the word of a foreign Ex-spy. Our bureaucracies are infiltrated by enemies of this country's ideals of Americanism. 
They pretend to be Democrats, but what they are is very, very simple. They're a mafia. And they pretend that their philosophies are virtuous, even though everybody who's subjected to them that isn't in on the mafia flee those areas. And then they come to another country and they pretend it's virtuous. So I'm going to help you, you fraud in Palatine, whatever your name is, and I don't give a rip. Change the station. This show is not for Democrats, Marxists, communists, fascists, and Nazis, even if they're eco. Change the station, scumbag. You make us feel dirty just listening. I'll be back after this. Ugh, idiot. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. The answer. Immediately receive health care. Immediately. Food. Green food stamps, whatever the hell they're called. Housing vouchers. I don't even think Americans are entitled to it. I really don't. But to listen to these imbeciles, these Democrats, argue for failed bankrupt policies is almost fun. My friend Jody Arrington, who's going to chair a budget, he wants to look into the budget and also... Byron Donald's on Joy Reid's show. Look into entitlements. Do you know that Social Security is going to be insolvent in 2035? It is not going to be. That yes, is not true. Will. That, that is, is actually not true. No, it's say. actually not now, Joy, true. It's actually I'm a not true. Professional. It's actually not true. But it's actually I'm not true. Financial it's like arguing with a 14 year old. So let's help Joy, moron that you are, like every other Democrat. There is no such thing as a Social Security trust. There is no trust. There is no money. There is a Ponzi scheme of taxation. Byron Donald's actually made a mistake. It never did exist. It was a sales pitch. And what happens is, all kinds of people who've never ever contributed from all areas of the world, not just south of the border, all areas of the world, when they get here, they get it. They pretend there's restrictions, but there's always, always ways around the restrictions, like there are most of the Democrat payoff schemes. And if you say that you are handicapped or that you are ailing from obesity or any other fat, useless disease, you get it. That's the fact. But you're going to have a conversation with these imbeciles. Here's somebody. I believe she has a master's, too. Her name is Joy Reid. Here's how she likes to argue. That's actually not true. That's actually not true. That's actually not true. Those are the facts. That's not true. That is not true. What the Republican Party and what the Tea Party have proposed is privatizing Social Security, which would actually subject Social Security to the whims of the market, which I... To the whims of the market, you moron. What's the alternative? Hey, stupid. Master's degree holding moron. What's the alternative? A pretend system? That was never funded, that only exists on taxing young people in the hopes that no one collects it. I mean, this is this is why you have to secede in your personal life from these people. You cannot collaborate or coexist with them. There is no compromising with wrong answers. There is only wrong. And you could pretend there's different degrees of it. But Social Security is not only bankrupt and a fraud, it's the largest liability next to more. Free health care, which, by the way, all you got to do is hit the soil and you get it. I don't think that people, you that's not what they paid into. The, no, if no, you look at the returns not, of the S&P 500 since that is not 2000. True. Now, I don't know if she got the job 
for what reason, sexual proclivity. But one thing's for certain. She didn't get it because she's smart. In fact, none of the Democrats get any positions because they're smart. They get them because they're mandated to have them, which explains Pete Buttigieg. Well, now that uh, the system is up and running, our primary focus is to determine that root cause. And I've directed FAA to figure out uh, exactly how this happened, uh, the time. I directed, and now we're going to pretend we're busy, and we'll get to the bottom of this, and circle back, and everything they do is a failure. Everything they do looks like every airport this morning. We just don't see it as much as we should. Mary in Orland Park. Hey, how are you, Sean? Good, Mary. How are you? A little angry, but I've had some time while I was on hold to calm down. Um, I'd like to say something to Bruce. His I'm a name isn't Bruce. Everything's a lie. I know. Probably not I know. Even, he's probably not even an, an alien. Who knows what the hell he is? They're, they're, they're stone liars. And I don't care what he is. I'm a first-generation American, and I'm of, his, I'm of Mexican descent. My father immigrated here legally from Mexico. People like Bruce, I don't care what he is, make me sick. And people like Bruce make me ashamed of my heritage. He's from Mexico and came here illegally, whatever. My gotta, father loved this country. My father honored this country by working his ass off and becoming successful. My father cried the day he became an American. Mary, do you know where I'm from, right? <laughs> You know where I'm from? Yep. I'm from Melrose Park. Oh, yeah, Melrose. Mm-hmm. And Melrose Park. I'd like to take him out in the back. And Melrose, no, no, no. Melrose Park in the 70s, I like the way your brain works. Melrose Park in the 70s was a hub of illegal immigrants. But back in the 70s, they couldn't qualify for free things. In fact, most of the people who were illegal were wonderful people who fled the kind of socialist, communist oppression that these imbecile Democrats are trying to are, have implemented in here in America. Yeah, and they've already back done back then, it. they had to do what your father did. And most of them loved the country and just wanted those principles of Americanism. That is different now. Now they come here for a sustained life of uselessness, which is what the and American handouts. Democrat Party stands for. A sustained life of uselessness. I got a clip, Mary, I'm going to play just because of you. Thank you, by the way. Tell your father I said hello and I'm proud he got here. I love it. Where's the clip of the fat slobs pretending to be immigrant? Uh, here, is this it? This is not like racism. It is racism. Anti-fatness is rooted in anti-blackness. And the reason why people are pursuing thinness is because they're pursuing proximity to whiteness. The reason why people hate fat people is because people hate black people. And appearing curvier, bigger is associated with blackness, especially black women. And that's why they're discriminated in the workplace, um, overly sexualized. And this has gone back for centuries and centuries. All systems of oppression, capitalism, sexism, racism, it all comes back to white supremacy, which is the foundation of the fabric of America and rules every sector and aspect of our society. Boy, oh boy, is this government lucky. These Democrats are these pasty, white, scum, Marxists and communists. Are you lucky I'm not black? Oh, you're lucky because of your big cellulite infested fat white ass. You think you're down with the struggle of anything? You're just a gluttonous, fat Democrat hoping to get your health care paid for because you make up for 80% of the costs and 85% of the deaths. You're just a fat, useless slob, which is why you're a Democrat. Cream Puff Jim, I was motivated by that last story to play you. <laughs> Hi, Sean. How are you? How you doing? How's what? your neck love handle? 
Yeah, that's trying to get in shape with you. Yeah. That's this pandemic. I've never been in shape. I've never, I know. I've never, 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 I've advertising executives to sell it to the American people as an insurance policy. Back then, insurance was relatively new. And all it is, and all it's ever been, Jim, is is a fraud that they don't never get. By the way, I don't even get rid of that. They'll never get rid of it. The people will go berserk. You want to know what? You know how many people have Social Security? You're right. You know how many people have Of course, I don't care. It's a fraud. It's like it's like communism brought to America. It should never be here. And here's how I'm going to break it, Jim. It's going to be my last question. Right, I, I just want my me. money that's back. Here, watch. Let's, I'm going to really scare you. I just want my <laughs> okay. money back. I don't, you don't owe me anything. Give me my money back. Can you imagine if five million guys like me said, give me your money back? I mean, most of the people that get it really never really put much into it. You break no, the whole no, no, the truth. No, that's because not true. The only way, it's Here's like the truth. every Democrat the truth policy. Is, no, the, the guys that are really loaded, they're the first ones in line to get their Social Security. They're the most, they bump everybody out of the line. I don't care if they got $10 they million. Yeah, they want their two guys, grand a month. They want their two grand a month like it was uh, opium. If, if I really get, hate it. If they get two grand a month, they gave the system $290,000. Did you know that? Well, everybody has. Everybody no, has. Everybody has their blood, sweat, and tears. Most of those big fat municipal workers never had a legit job in their life. They, it's like the lucky charm. They rub the little tiny Irishman, boom, you get a pension. That's the Chicago Democrat mafia system. 312-642-5600. I was listening to the Sean Thompson show. I am saddened that this guy supposedly represents us. I mean, I am appalled. He's just disgusting. Sexist pig. And an absolute disgrace. Thank you. AM560. The answer. Fly me to the moon. Much better time. Up there with those stars. Man, oh man. Let me see the kind of corruption and failure would have never existed back then. But they knew through the corruption of character. In other words, sooner or later, you would get to a point where Americanism was unrecognizable. We're at that point. And that generation, to a certain extent, is responsible for it. What happened to the guy in Chicago? I was going to take him. Tom in Chicago said at the beginning, Social Security worked. No, it didn't. Never worked. In the beginning, it paid people more than they deserved, which is what kept Americans quiet. That's how you sell a fraud. That's why the old gangster expression, cut me in or cut it out, is the only thing you need to focus on when you think of government policies. People remained quiet because they did the math in their head, and they figured that they would get something they didn't deserve. That's how the tree of corruption grows. It never works. It is a foothold and a cornerstone of not just socialism, that's simple, but of bankruptcy, which is always the intent. Because now in the name of those people that rely on it, you can take away from everybody, destroying the quality of life, 
and the opportunity in the economy at the same time. And not to mention, nobody gave any thought to what happened if it never existed. People would then start to focus on their retirement. They would start to watch opportunities. They would be stewards of their own income. And they would become landlords or investors or whatever the case would be. It would be better for the individual, but worse for the government. The government isn't just interested in money. It can make it up whenever it wants now. It's interested in power over money. And through failed, corrupt policies like Social Security, it has it all. And if you're going to fix it, you need to break it the way it was laid. You need to rip out the cornerstones. And that's one that needs to be ripped out, along with other failures, like Obamacare. All in the name of the people that need it the most. It's all nonsense. Your ancestors didn't need it not that long ago. But now you're used to being a willful slave. You just want the illusion of freedom. The illusion of liberty. Kirk, Johannes, Johns, or I'm sorry, Johnsburg. <laughs> Kirk from Johnsburg. <laughs> right, wonderful. I don't think you're... Yeah, hey, Normally when someone so does anyway, that, uh, I'm hoping that's not the case. Go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm not a Democrat. Good. Anyway, so uh, you just heard Biden, and he said, you all know how I feel about unclassified documents, or cl- uh, classified documents, you know. So I'm wondering... If he'll direct everybody to uh, unseal the documents at the University of Delaware, the ones about Tara Reid. Oh, I mean, wouldn't that be interesting? You know, I'm, I, I, here's oh, the thing, Kirk. The, sure the problem would. that we have, and when I say we, I mean people who are not in the mafia, because I'm not a Republican either. But the problem that we have is we keep thinking there's going to be this moment of, of, of dignity, this moment of character, where the people will say, okay. That's enough. That's a bridge too far. And what history has shown us, and the players in the Democrat mafia, there is nothing that is a scandal enough to obstruct their corruption. You know how many senators you have right now accused of all kinds of heinous, ridiculous sex acts like Bob Menendez, who flew to a third world country to partake in underage prostitution at $30 a girl? And he won Mm. two elections since that scandal broke. So to think that Joe Biden will somehow... The people who support him will say, no, 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 you raped Tara Reid. All they have to do is call her a Democrat and they, or I mean, call her a Republican. And the Democrats feel we deserve rape. We deserve to have our money extorted from us. You have this yeah. civil cold war that's not so cold where they're advocating for stripping Americans of their property rights, of their freedom and of their liberty. This is the precursor to a civil war, a hot one. And it starts yep. because we colluded with the ideas of socialism and communism and fascism, and, but all, all government supremacy. Because the Democrats do not mind being slaves long as they get their welfare cheese. We do. We don't want it, which is because we have more character than they do. Thank you very much, Kirk. Oh, Appreciate it. Where's the McCarthy clip under KGP? And I'll tell you what I mean. Here's another good one. There is a scumbag in New York. Huh. Boy, there's a statement. There's nine million. I'm there's a scumbag who, who ran as a Republican who's an absolute fraud. Santos, I believe his name is. Is that right, kids? And uh, he's a liar about everything. And any party of dignity would throw this fat, pansy, butter-handed fraud on his ass. But the Republicans are more interested in pretending there's a majority. We, you and I, the people of character and conscience, the people who believe in the Enlightenment and the principles therein, We do not have a majority of anything. We have very few representatives 
It's not the Republican Party, that's for sure. And if it was, they wouldn't tolerate scum like Representative Santos. Do you think taking any action against him at this point? Are any of these allegations acceptable to you? What are the charges against him? Well, I mean, Is there a charge against them? You know, in America today, you're innocent to proven guilty. So just because somebody doesn't like the press you have, it's not me that can have can oversay what the voters say. The, the voter- See, because McCarthy, short in the pants Irish gangster, he's a liar too. So now Santos is just in the club. Let's all lie together. Scum majority. That's who has a majority. Lying political whore scum. 312 642 50s. Oh, I don't. I, you mean to tell me when I get back, I've got one of my favorite guests in the world? I do? Oh, hang on. We'll be back after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. difficult to give an introduction to my next guest. My next guest is a renaissance man. I first discovered him in the 90s. Back then, I was more interested in trends in the economy and really researching thinkers, fundamentalists, who saw things other people didn't. That's a one way to describe him, but he's really a renaissance man. Aside from just being a market analyst, he's an expert in history because he's driven by the principles of Americanism, of the enlightenment of freedom and liberty. He's a warrior for those causes. He's also the founder and director of Trends Research Institute and publisher of the weekly Trends Journal magazine. His name is Gerald Salente. Gerald, how are you? Oh, I'm fine. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. You know, I, I just did a um, an interview, and somebody asked me, and you just called me a renaissance man, and somebody asked me, they asked, well, how, what could change all this? I said, we need a renaissance. I said, we have to go back to, you know, when America was the land of opportunity, when it was a country where it's music, jazz, from from uh, ragtime to swing to big bands, you know, to, yeah. to R&B, to rock and roll, to Motown. And I said, now it's no town. It's just one bad rap, you know. We've gone down. And we really need a renaissance to bring back, you know, what our ancestors, my, my parents and grandparents, immigrants from Italy and all the other immigrants that came here. You know, it was the land of opportunity. And from nothing, you know, they had great careers and, and built the middle class. And there was style, grace, joy, and liberty. Yeah. And those have been stolen from us. But there were two things that existed. Number one, there was no welfare system. Yep. They had nothing to rely on. And number two, there were laws that put away bad people and did not punish the good. We have an entire system that punishes the good, whether it's economic extortion or just making them perpetual victims, and rewards the sloth, rewards failure, rewards those deadbeats that don't want to pay loans, whether they be student or mortgages. And it's through that failed virtue of socialism that we've been able to backdoor nationalize the American economy and the American life. And it's going to take a renaissance 
or at least some people that have the knowledge of exactly what the problem is so we can rip out this government supremacy by the stones it was built upon. What do you think of that? Well, I agree with you. It's also, it's, hey, I'm Jamie Dimon. I'm Goldman Sachs. I'm too big to fail. I want $29 trillion. Uh, Federal Reserve dumped it in between 2007 and 2010 to the banksters, according to the Levy Institute of Broad College. So it's, 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 we've just become, you know, the, 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 what used to be called the middle class. I call us the plantation workers of slave landia. Look how they're robbing us with these taxes. What a joke. What a sick and the joke. The thing is, the, there's promises of, of more, especially in this coming year. Yep. And at the same time, you have an economy built on government uh, subsidies and built on government favoritism. So I read an article, Gerald. And I've been thinking about you since I read the article. And the article was ironically in Newsweek. And it talks about the surprising connection between Newsom, Pelosi, and Kamala Harris with ties to the oil dynasty of the Gettys. (laughs) Most people don't realize that any twosome Newsom, his pappy was basically, uh, actually his grandpappy, was basically a quasi-father to the Gettys who were abandoned by J. Paul. And that's where all the money in California and all the corruption and yep. all the fake, fake eco-Nazism, where they're going to use this failed virtue of climate change to strip away every small business right and every American's rights over his own earnings so that they can tax us for existing and control every ticky-tack business. And you realize this is truly the beginning of this whole new world order, this cabal of corruption. That really spans not just this country, but many others, oh, so yeah. that they can get us under the thumb of their control of their government supremacy. Well, you know, a thing like, hey, I'm, I'm going to build something big. I want a tax break. You know, my, I began my, my, my I, I got my master's degree in public administration in 19, 1969, you know, when it was brand new. There was no such thing as, you know, I'm going to build this, give me a tax break. No. I mean, that just started to happen. So the bigs got everything. What do you mean you get a tax break? Oh, I'm going to create jobs. So what? Mm-hmm. I see, you don't want to create jobs. You know, it's capitalism. You do what you want, and you do it like everybody else. No, no, I'm rich, and I want to get richer. I'm big, and I want to get bigger. I want to take. I want. I want to be a Kroger. I want to be a Walmart. I'm going to build. I want to take. I want to put all the little people out of business. Yeah. No, it, this is a crime syndicate that people call a government. Exactly, and and the story about the 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 pretend uh, philosopher, the pretend professor that sits in the White House in, in diapers and and destroys the quality of our life, the idea that that he pretended to be a professor, never teaching one class uh, at the University of Pennsylvania. Now we find out that he received more than nine hundred thousand dollars from the university, <laughs> but the university received more than three hundred million from the Chinese Communist Party. Now you and me. Being from neighborhoods of wise guys, we see what that is. That's a bribe. It's a pass-through corruption play where you have now infiltrated higher learning. And the, the evidence is very clear for all to see. The Chinese Communist Party has infiltrated these institutions, which is why when somebody says they have a master's degree that isn't from 1969, to me, they're, they're admitting that they're communists. What do you think of that? Well, again, look at his son. <laughs> uh, was it uh, Hunter Biden? 
uh, John Kerry's stepson, Chris Hines, and some other guy, you know, getting uh, after the United States overthrew the democratically elected government of Viktor Yanukovych in Ukraine in 2014, all of a sudden they get appointed to Burisma Energy in, in Ukraine. And well, these guys don't know anything about energy business. How did you get this job as being on the board of directors? It's an open Oh, yeah, John Kerry, that other arrogant boy. Again, you look at these guys. George Carlin said it. You talked about uh, gruesome newsome over there. It's one big club, and you ain't in it. Yeah. But this is an open bribery or to the tune of billions upon billions of dollars. Ukraine on January 1st didn't celebrate the new year. They celebrated Stefan Bandera's birthday. Yep. And that, to me, is an outrage. Yeah, we wrote As about we look- it in the magazine this week. Oh, did you? Well, yep. I just have my copy. I just started to yep. dive into it. Yeah, yeah, How I know. Klaus- Again, you know, and, and that's what, that's what uh, Putin said from the beginning. These are neo-Nazis. And again, you look at the European Union, the data is right there for everybody to see. Ukraine was the, is and was the most corrupt country in Europe. And how about this Klaus Schwab? His Boy. father was the flamethrower manufacturer for the Third Reich. And this imbecile is the leader of the World Economic Forum. He should be disqualified from everything, as far as I'm concerned. And he you look at that. the oil on my German-made car. What? Yeah, and you look at that cat, man. Holy cow. Look at that. Oh, with those ears, those pointy ears, man. You know, it's it, like it, Mel it, Brooks cast the characters in politics. As as <laughs> it's ridiculous, I love Mel man. Brooks. <laughs> this is ridiculous, Gerald. And yep. the problem I also have is that I know the movement you have in New York, and I know the events you have, and I had such optimism when I saw Republicans win. But then there's this scoundrel, fraud, scumbag, Santos from New York. Shouldn't the first step of this so-called majority of the Republicans is to throw out scumbags like that? Yet he's protected by Kevin McCarthy, who proves himself to be more of a scumbag than a Again, it's a crime syndicate. Look, I was the assistant to the secretary of the New York State Senate at 26 years old. I got, I, it was the worst job I ever had. Nobody could believe I quit after one, one year. My good buddy, Brian Donnie, his wife became the lieutenant governor under uh, Pataki. I had to watch grown men grovel and suck their way up to the top. Ain't my trip. And, oh. the, and the people playing politicians, these are the people I hated in high school and college that wanted to be class president or head of student council. I hired some, some, some slob opening the door. Senator Frank Jones, you know, friend of the Mike Adams. You know, what's the matter? I said, guys can't open the door by themselves. We're paying this guy to open the door. Yeah. And then my friends would leave me. They follow him to the, the senator, senator, some piece of garbage to their, to their desk, pull out the chair and help them sit down. I, I, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that kind of stuff. No. They begged me to stay. so I'm not staying. My boss was a great guy, wonderful guy, Al Abrams. But well, I'm not going to stay here. No. And that's who's running and ruining our lives. I couldn't agree more. You know, it's funny. I mean, how can anybody with a brain bigger than a P look up to a Mitch McConnell... Uh, 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 a Chucky Schumer, a uh, uh, Lindsey Graham. How, how could you be so stupid to look up to these clowns? Yeah, it's 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 ridiculous, but it it shows the success the underbelly of corruption has had in this country. As Americans yep. do not care anymore about the biggest things that have managed to bankrupt the richest country. And this is the part I wanted to talk about: market. As far as I can tell, this country is bankrupt by every definition of bankruptcy. It can only exist by continuing to print more future taxation called debt. What's your prediction of 2023? 
Well, they're, they're going to they're, they're going to get rid of the debt, and they're going to do it with a digital currency. Really, and and that's what we're, one of our top trends. They're going from dirty cash. You don't want to touch that dirty cash to digital trash. And this way, they know every penny you spent, where you spent it, what you spent it on. So they get more and more information from us. And they're doing this, by the way. Here, here we are. We're on. We're, Gerald, they got to take a. We just heard that the Russians hacked the banking system, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And late, we're really sorry what happened. We're going to do everything we can to get your money, but in the meantime, we're going digital. They're going to come up with something to go digital. China's already doing it. They're all going to do it. They're going to do this so they can wipe out their debt and come up with a new currency. Yes, That's I, the way we see it. And now when they go digital, this way they get all the tax money that they want. Because these guys never work a day in their lives. No. They need all our tax money. And you see that the insider trading is, is, is not oh. addressed. They're never going to address that. That's why Kevin McCarthy was the perfect stooge to put in there, so that people have this illusion of representative, when it's nothing more than a kabuki theater, in my opinion. And I think the only difference between Kevin McCarthy and Nancy Pelosi is $500 million and saggy cleavage. I don't think there's going to be a rip of difference. What do you think? No, there's not going to be any difference. You know, the only, only few people I like in, that, in, the, in the Congress is that Thomas Massey out of, out of Kentucky. You know, he, he's a fighter. But uh, matter of fact, I did a. Uh, I was one of the keynote speakers at Ron Paul's uh, War on Us event in D.C. And um, Massey was one of the speakers. It was myself, Judge Napolitano, and RFK Jr. And I'm going to try this out. You ready? Mm-hmm. New third party. Put him on the Libertarian ticket because they they're on every ballot in 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 the country. RFK Jr. for president, and Judge Andrew Napolitano for vice president. Oh, think? I like it. And Tulsi Gabbard is the defense secretary? Yeah, why, why not? But I want to do it under the Liberal Party because, you know, this is something that I have an argument with callers, and I, I understand the principles of this country. If you believe in them, you're a liberal. We've allowed Marxists and communists and socialists and government supremacists to hide under the virtue of liberalism when the entire thing we advocate is always a liberal agenda and a corrupt mafia system has to be torn down. And I thought this was a true missed opportunity, as those 20 heldouts at that point should have denounced the Republican Party yep. and started the Liberal Party. Started a new one. Yeah. To me. But again, you know, I, I agree with you. And I'm only saying the Libertarian because they have a, uh, you know, they're on all the ballots. Yeah. And, and when the money starts coming in, we start a new party, like, you know, a Freedom and Justice Party or something. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's what I'm pushing for. And Napolitano is on board. Um, you know, I do a podcast with him every Wednesday on, on the uh, Trends Journal yeah. uh, channel and the Gerald Salenti channel. And I'm trying to reach out to RFK Jr. And, you know, uh, this guy, I mean, think about it. Your father was assassinated and your uncle, the president of the United States, was assassinated. You think, what kind of guy? I mean, do you realize that the, the emotions and the heart that this guy must have? Yeah. You know, well, so you know, what's funny is I, I play clip after clip, and we prove beyond the shadow of a doubt that JFK was one of the most conservative, fiscally conservative presidents this country ever had. And under uh, some of his rules and premises, uh, we wouldn't be living in this, in this leviathan of corruption we're living in today. I just read JFK's. I think it's it's June. I forget the date. I think it's the tenth or the eighteenth, June nineteen sixty three. Uh, at he's giving an address to the graduating students of American University, 
It's all about peace. And how he said, talks about the Russians, you know, yeah, we have this. Then he goes on, but the Russians are very good people. They're artistic, they're scientific, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. He said they lost about 20 million in World War II. And at the very end, he says, America is not going to war. Right. Eight mon- to avoid five months later, Jack, you're dead. And, and eight months after that, Vietnam War. Yep. He would have never he would have never allowed that to happen. And now we sit with a buffoon who's more interested in buying dictators and paying higher prices than China from Africa to the Taliban to all kinds of chaos. And I'll tell you another thing, Gerald, and not, not, nobody's really saying it, but I've thought it for a long time. We're on the wrong side of this Soviet oligarch war. Not that I want to get involved in any of it, but we clearly are on the wrong side. Do you think that ultimately that truth will be undeniable? In what way? And, and we should re- never have Ukraine been war? funding... Oh, absolutely. I'm totally opposed to it. I launched Occupy Peace. I'm an American patriot. Yeah. I believe in the founding fathers. Real men, not like these little boys like the Clinton and the Bushy and the Obama that love wars, that couldn't fight their way to have a paper bag. Not these guys. George Washington's farewell address. Warning the American people do not become involved in foreign entanglements, particularly in Europe, because these conflicts have been going on for centuries. Centuries. And I'm, I'm an American patriot. I believe in John Quincy Adams. Do not fight the demons overseas. Yeah. We can't take care of this old country that's rotten in front of us. No. I did a great job in Iraq. Oh, I love Vietnam. Hey, how about Afghanistan? You know, people forget this. When, when Biden pulled out all the troops, that disaster, where, where probably $100 billion of weapons and things were left behind in Afghanistan, still, he said that the, the, the Taliban wouldn't take over, and they took over right away. He was, his, he was diving in the polls. Mm-hmm. And then the Ukraine war happens. We're supporting Ukraine. Everybody forgot about the Afghan disaster yeah. and, and Biden's role in it. No, I'm totally opposed to it. I am a true American. He is anybody, anybody that wants to go support Ukraine, this border war that's been going on between Russia and Ukraine for 300 years, pack up your gear, take your wife, your kids, your partners, whatever, send your money and go there. Yeah. Go there. And I want to know how much money was withdrawn from the banks in Cyprus by the oligarchs who are still stacking up those banks as politicians are fleeing to Europe and their wives are caught with tens of millions in yep. briefcases. It's a, it's a sickening systemic problem, and that's why I always look to the Trends Journal, because you also give market analysis, which I love. Gerald Solente, you're one of my favorite people. I love that you make time for me. Thank you so much for coming on. Oh, thank you. I love being on with you. And thank you for all that you do in standing up for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. You are my friend, and I, I'm, I'm proud to say that. We'll talk soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The Answer. AM560. The Answer. I finally have gotten the phone call I've wanted. I've been waiting all show. There's a reason hosts, politicians, and people in general don't talk about it. Because it invokes a certain anger. I'm not interested in the anger. I'm interested in the fact because reason and fact are undeniable. And once people are posed with the truth, they're always, if they're people of character, going to recognize it and make the decision or an admission. 
And that's what I'm interested in right now. And I want to thank Mark before I take his call for making the call. I appreciate it. Mark in Oak Lawn. John, I tell you what, thank you. I, I, you know, it's been a rough day, working hard, taking a few orders, but, uh, you know, making this call with you, it's uh, it's a great way to, uh, man, you're, you're such a patriot. I love listening to you. Oh, thank you. Uh, I thought you were going to yell. Things, yeah. A <laughs> couple things they ask you. All right. Uh, first of all, did you watch that uh, documentary? It's the, it's the best documentary I've ever seen. Everything Which, is a rich man's truth. I'm not going to lie to you. I did not watch it. I'm sorry. Oh, it's about from, from JFK to 911. Everything you watch is a rich it, man's truth. I'm going to watch it tonight, truth. I promise you, because I have nothing yeah. to do all tonight. Right. I'm going to go get a sandwich and watch it. All right, so now and, go ahead with it, your point, because I love this point, kid. Yeah, you know, I've, I've worked since I was 15 years old, pumping gas at a gas station, working at a cemetery. You know, I had a little side job painting street addresses on curbs in my in my neighborhood, you know, hustling, yep. working, you know. Yep. Yep. And, and and now I'm, I'm going to be 65 this year, and, and I'm still working. I love working. You know, yes. it's good for the soul. It's good for the soul, Sean, you know, That's and it important. builds character. That's an important part of what you're going to say. Go ahead. You know, and, 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 but, you know, these clowns, you know, they, they say that Social Security is an entitlement program. It's not an entitlement program. I've been paying into it all my life. Exactly. Now, you this know, is and, what I want to talk about. Boom. Not only have you been paying, but every employer you had has been paying. Okay, so I'm not, this is what they've sold the American people, that you've been paying into it and you should get it back, rather than focusing on the fact that you should have never been paying into it nor should your employer have been paying into it which means you would have gotten the money this idea that they're helping you their idea mark is to cheat you that's why they give it to you so late in life and they're trying to raise the time and because what they've done is extort in a union fashion you and your employer with no intention to pay you that money you've been paying has not been going in your name they don't give a rip about you. It's been going to everybody it. else who filled out the paperwork in a ticky-tack manner to get it. It's even been going into people who have never paid into the system from all around the world who are new to the country. So the hey, system John, itself doesn't work. But what I want to do, right. Mark, is give your money yeah. back to you. And here's another thing. You know how you know it's not yours? When you're dead, you can't give it to anybody. It doesn't go to anything you want. It's not, it's not your property. It never was. It's a tax that they lull you to sleep with. By making you feel, when you get old, you get something. All of it is a lie, brother. And when you go to fill it out, and by the way, you should have been going three years ago. You should have got it when you're 62. What happens if you get the big C, or you get a vaccine, and next thing you know, you got the Jimmy leg, and you die six months later. You get nothing. The Jimmy, the Jimmy leg. Ah, the Jimmy leg. I got one, one, more, one more line for you. There's a great book I'm reading. It's, it's, called, uh, it's by Timothy Gordon. It's called The Catholic Republic. It's all about the founding fathers. And he's got a line in here. I want to share it with you. I think it was really good. It's a good a good man is free, even if he is a slave, and a wicked man is a slave, even if he is a king. How do you like that, my friend? I love it. And I want to thank you for the I want to thank you for the documentary in this. And then I want you to look at Milton Friedman in almost every lecture he has. Just type in Milton Friedman and withholding tax. The withholding tax was supposed to be temporary after World War II. It was supposed to be temporary. In the meantime, no tax is temporary.
as government has shown us. They are they view the money you make as theirs. They just have to give you a reasonable excuse to take it. And that's how you know you are in fact that slave. And I refuse to be a good one. Mark, I yeah. love the call, baby. Thank you very hey, much. Thanks, Nathan. John. You're okay. awesome. See you. Bye. Thank you. Jack Whiting, Indiana. Hey, Sean. Enjoy the show. I got one question. I was uh, listening earlier, and I heard Sleepy, I mean Sloppy Joe, say, "Oh, I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't know nothing about them. I don't know what's in them." Okay. So why do you hire lawyers to go clean out your office, and them guys that you know they're making five hundred bucks an hour? Why? Oh, five, yeah, why I agree you with you, Jack. But here's the thing: it's Washington D.C. You can't fall down with hitting a slip and fall scumbag lawyer. <laughs> Now, what you're going to have a hard time finding are good ones. There are good ones, but like every other occupation, every single one, it's probably smaller than a third. Keep that in mind. But why? In the meantime, not a good one would ever work for a scumbag like Joe Biden. Only the smarmy Western Avenue rust salesman, rust uh, repellent salesman, would work for Joe Biden. That's who he attracts. Your adjectives are getting is. really colorful. I like Thank that. You. Thank you very much, Jack. We've got we've to laugh. We can't cry. Thank you very much. Here's another good th- clip I wanted. Wait, hold on. She's bald! I know she is. As chair of the Abortion Rights and Access Task Force, I rise to make plain exactly what is going on here. This is not a debate about political violence. Political violence and the violent rhetoric that drives it is a persistent threat. My staff, my family, and I know that intimately. Everyone should condemn it. Our colleagues across the aisle continue to say the quiet part out loud in their selective contempt for political violence. This resolution seeks to deny necessary medical care from those who seek it. Abortion is health care and a fundamental human right. Across the nation, those seeking care are met with intimidation, violence, and even loss of life. Imagine walking through a screaming crowd. Now, when she talks about abortion, she says loss of life. She doesn't think of the baby. That's what they go for. She's talking about somehow the mother loses their life. And what she's talking about is the one-tenth of one percent of abortions that are done because of the mother's health. That's just another lie so that they can give Planned Parenthood billions, which in turn gives them back hundreds of millions. It's another scheme. Out to get to a medical appointment. Imagine being a doctor or a nurse dedicating your life to helping others. By killing babies as these serial murderers pretend to be doctors because they have lab coats on. And day after day, your workplace receives violent threats and you fear for your life. But that is not what the other side of the aisle... Once again, she does not mean the baby. ...was concerned about. No, today, they are seeking to mislead the American people. They are trying to conjure up hateful rhetoric, spreading misinformation about crisis pregnancy centers. Let me make it plain. Crisis pregnancy centers are no place to go to for reproductive health care. They are sham clinics that coerce folks seeking to terminate a pregnancy or to access the full range speaker, of reproductive health services. Another minute. To those pressing these divisive anti-choice resolutions, we see right through you. And I see through you. (laughs) What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. (laughs) She's bald. She's bald, Jerry. Yes, she is. And she's a moron who advocates for the slaughter of the absolute definition of innocence, babies, who believe that their mother will protect them instead of murder them. And she, this bald moron named Presley, not Elvis, this is a useless, talentless one who's bald, 
She advocates that people like me pay for it. Because it's only people like me and you that pay anything. Her constituents are welfare roaches who want somebody else to pay for the murder of their own children. Are you going to reason with this bald fascist pig on the nuances of Keynesianism or socialism or social security? No, you're not. She's the virtuous tyrant, as every rat Democrat is. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. She's bald! Yes, she is. Now let's go to the mother of Planned Parenthood. Nazi sympathizer, racist, who spoke at the Democrat Klan meetings more than one, Margaret Sanger. I think the greatest sin in the world is bringing children into the world that have disease from their parents, that have no chance in the world to be a human being, practically. Delinquents, prisoners, all sorts of things just mark when they're born. That, to me, is the greatest sin that people can, can commit. What she's talking about is people of color, and that's why when you hear a moron pretend that fat is the equivalent of race, you understand exactly the kind of corruption and stupidity we're fighting. This is not like racism. It is racism. Anti-fatness is rooted in anti-blackness. And the reason why people... That's phenomenal. That's absolutely you know, you fat phenomenal. fat lard, come get some dinner. Exactly. Abortion is health care and a fundamental human right. I urge my colleagues to vote no. That's a Democrat. Baby murdering, fascist government supremacy. On display of all races and even when they're bald. <laughs> Bald. What do you think I mean, bald? Bald. Bald, bald. <laughs> She's bald. She's bald, Jerry. Robert in Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. You know, first, you were saying about that lady on there talking about health care should be abortions. You know, that's why I want... Now we got McCarthy and the Republicans in there. Listen, I got a question for you, too. Now that we got the Republicans in Congress in there, I expect them to get the job done and address the abortion issue. Now, my question to you, here's my question. We should bring back a house of unethical uh, Americanism back to the United States and weed out every communist in Hollywood and, and the walk of life in the, in the United States and expose them and bring them to justice. What do you think? I think you're an optimistic, wonderful person who unfortunately doesn't understand who exactly is in charge. They have yeah. more similarities with the Democrat mafia than they have opposition to it. Kevin McCarthy is funded by the same corporatist scum that have thrived through Democrat rule. This will be two years of campaign commercials. They will do absolutely nothing as they are completely neutered, except make news clips. They will achieve nothing. They will convict no one. They do not have the testicle fortitude to impeach the president who is suffering from dementia and is an asset of the Chinese Communist Party, oligarchs around Europe, and domestic enemies of corruption, like union thug bosses. Thank you very much. I appreciate the optimism, but I think it's misguided. Tomas! Blue Island, in between push-up sets. John Ditto's brother. Thank you. Uh, for those that are inclined to read or do any kind of history, as I know you are, 
the Bolsheviks came to power as a result of World War One, the Great War, uh, because of the disarray in Russia. One of the first things that the Bolsheviks implemented was what we today would call, they made not illegal, what today is called women's health care. Except yeah. back then in, in 1918, 1917, it was called abortion. Mm-hmm. So why would you want to free a people and the first thing you want to do is make it legal to kill your kid that hasn't been born yet? Because they're evil. And the other thing to remember is the Bolsheviks at the time of taking over made up 10%, 10% of the Russian population. And they forever built the Soviet Union that to this day exists in a hybrid oligarch system. And we're funding some of them. Kira, Indiana. Sean, I'm about to attend a Genie Ives event here in Geneva to say goodbye to my Illinois Republican friends. I feel so bad for them. Yes. But uh, yesterday I bought a chicken, a roasted chicken for a couple Mexican guys who were using a food link card. I did not know you cannot buy ready-made food using a food link card. But I wondered, looking at them, they looked like one gentleman was in his 40s, one was in his 20s, possibly. Can they not get jobs? I have three sources of income, but I had to buy them their chicken. Does that a make family sense? of four under the Biden administration and the emergency COVID rules gets in excess of $1,000 for on food stamp cards. The restrictions are very interesting, although what are they really? As they make them pretend they're charge cards, so there's a dignity in being a roach. If you need it for a little time, fine. But these are legacy generation, and it is the problem with America. It's a welfare system that stokes what socialism is built on. Envy, covetous, and entitlement. I'll be back after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. ever answers or asks the question of how did the youngest country in the world become the richest? How did it happen? How did the quality of life among all people improve so rapidly, so fast? What was the recipe? And the bastardization of property rights has been called everything from capitalism to trickle down to all the rest of it. But the answer is because this is the first and only country It was built on the rights of the citizen and not the atrocities or rights of the government. The only entity in this entire country to ever be restrained, restricted from money isn't people. It isn't the middle class, the lower class, or even the upper class. It's the government. Yet, it operates in an unfettered system that has managed to take that richest country and bankrupt it into the scheme of government supremacy we pretend is America today. The only way it's going to change is if people are elected to office, politicians are elected to office, who understand it. Now, you don't have to take advantage of it. You don't have to be a billionaire to understand it. But you have to understand the principles of it. I think one of the greatest people to 
to, to, to take advantage of it, our, our greatest kind of people, are often the people who never make a tremendous amount of money. But those people who manage to live a life of accomplishment, leave a legacy for children, and own things, build things, small businesses, most of the time those people are never very, very rich. But every once in a while, they keep going. They're never satisfied. Those are the people who are standouts. Those are the people that we should turn to for answers. We had an opportunity in Illinois to take advantage of one of these people. I supported him from day one, not just because he's a friend of mine, and I'm proud to say he is, but because he is an example of what can happen through determination, opportunity, and understanding those things and continuing to build things. That's who will solve the problems in the future. His name is Gary Rabine. He's a friend of mine. He was, in my opinion, underestimated. The good news is he's taking advantage of his position. He's moved to higher ground, and he's continuing to fight the Leviathan of corruption that is a system of government supremacy. Gary Rabine, how are you? Hey, Sean. Good evening. I'm doing great. Good, good. You and I have the benefit of being friends, and it's a shame that all of our conversations aren't privy to listenership other than the NSA and the CIA, but by by listeners. So uh, you and I were talking today about something you're doing that I find to be fascinating, and it needs the support of all people, not just rich people. And that is you're fighting for the principles of propertyism, referred to as capitalism. You're fighting for small business owners, for entrepreneurs, because they are under attack, and most people don't even realize how. Why don't you enlighten my audience? Yeah, so Sean, you know, there's two things I'm going to do. I'm going I'm to run the board in this organization, Job Creators Network, an organization I helped start 12 years ago. That same organization... Um, fought, we fought against Biden's vaccine mandate. We won about a year ago in the U.S. Supreme Court. We're now fighting Biden again on this, on this crazy student loan bailout. We beat him at the lower courts. He appealed it now to the Supreme Court. So in a month, we're going to be in front of the Supreme Court again, and we're going to kick his butt again at, at the Supreme Court and stop the half a trillion dollar bailout that, that will be in the case if we don't win, right? This is a runaway, this is a runaway president. Uh, we have a runaway governor, governor mayor, mayor of Chicago, and we need people to stand up against it. But at the same time I'm doing this, I'm going to continue to build my businesses across the country. And, you know, we're in Illinois and we're all over the country now, but I'm going to, I'm going to be building our business in states that like us, states that want business like us to be there. So I'm, I'm focused on 30 markets. They won't be markets like Illinois. They won't be like markets like New York, New Jersey, California, right? They'll be markets like Florida, Tennessee, Texas, right? Places where they actually want the rabine pavings of the world, the small businesses, to prosper and grow. So now I got two things going on. Run, run the job careers network is going to be great because I'm going to I'm going to get business leaders across the country to hold to, to come together, support this organization in a bigger way than it has been in the past, so we can so we, so we can fight these crazy this crazy Marxist movement. At the same time, I'm going to be building my business across America in states, that, and, and, I'll, and I'll be talking about all time, the good states and the bad states. Where I'm going to go will be the good states. Where I won't go will be the stupid states like Illinois. Now, Job Creators Network, this is an organization you use to not just build your own companies, but you were magnanimous enough to show people from the inner city all kinds of economies, all kinds of races, all kinds of sexes, how to build businesses for themselves. This is an organization that does more than lawsuits. You actually helped how many people? I mean, how do you even quantify how many people you help? But what, give us well, some know, of the background on it. Yeah, no, yeah, so we mentor small businesses and, and to, to understand how to, how to be business, how to, how to run business and lead business. 
and, and I've done that personally in the Chicago area. I've been a mentor to many small businesses that, that, that I like and I want to see grow to be larger businesses because, you know, the more people that are conservative business leaders in Illinois and across the country that we have, the more ammo we have to fight this craziness. Because right now, it, it's the woke you know, organizations in our country, the woke corporations in our, in, our, in our country that are partnered with this crazy runaway government, right? The right. Bidens of the world, the Pritzkers of the world. We need small businesses to stand up and fight. And guess what? There's more of us than there are of them. If we would just realize we have to pay attention to government, we have to support good candidates and good people and, and, and good organizations like Job Creators Network to, to fight. Now, you were also talking about the the silent attack that's been happening since Barack Obama managed to become president, uh, an abortion survivor himself. You uh, actually told us how they were attacking the franchise world, a franchise world that has built such massive fortunes like Chicago's very own Willie Wilson, who I believe started with McDonald's, if I'm not mistaken. Um, why don't you tell the people what was happening under the, the Obama administration, which is being carried through the incompetent Biden administration? Yeah, so this organization started 12 years ago because Bernie Marcus, the founder of Home Depot, realized that small businesses can't turn into big businesses if, if the government continues to uh, overregulate and, and actually even survive. Small businesses can't survive. Is, is, is li- they're not as likely to survive with the type of regulations they're putting on small, small business in Obama administration. Well, he, he got together with myself and just a few other people and said, let's start this organization. And we did. It's grown, grown to hundreds of thousands of, of members now. And we're going we're to continue to grow it. But here, it, 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 within a year, we had, we, we visualized Obama and Biden really help, trying to help the unions by, by, by passing law that would eliminate the franchise, franchise or agreement. That's Meaning the part. you could go, you could go to, you can go and sue McDonald's Corporation if you slip and fell at that individual franchise model, that individual individual store owner's store. Okay, and and if you have a labor problem, a labor issue, the the, the unions could could go after the, the big corporate America, you know, big, big corporate McDonald's instead of going at the, to that little business owner. Okay, and what uh-huh. that did is that that gives that gives them the ability and the press the ability to talk about the big bad franchisor McDonald's Corporation. And while they ruin that little small business guy, that guy or girl that owns a McDonald's or two, right? And so this is the problem we, that we had, and we and we stood up and fought it. We got franchise leaders together, franchise franchise leaders together. Um, they 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 helped us on on uh, funding it. We fought and won and won. This is like ten years ago. I won this this lawsuit against a bunch of crazy labor law, law that they put in place that, that would enable lawyers to go after big corporate anybody, um, even when it was a franchisee that had the challenge. So, again, these are things that they do. They'll continue to do this if we don't stand up and fight them. And there's not enough organizations like Job Creators Network. So Job Creators Network just has to grow 10 times the size we are now. And I'm going to be, pu- I'm going to be pushing that in a big way across America. Have you thought about using Job Creators Network as a um, resource for employment, an employment agency of sorts? Have you thought about the way it could grow if you allowed people who were, uh, you know, not everybody wants to be an entrepreneur. Not everybody understands or wants to take on the challenges. You and I know those challenges and you risk going bankrupt in those challenges but the main problem for these owners of businesses often is good employment we have to come up with a way to guarantee who you're hiring share your belief structure and i'm wondering have you given it any thought about making it an employment vehicle so that people who are maybe not don't have the dough to open up a franchise or be a business owner but still want to participate and support it can anybody go to job creators network and get information and sign up how does it look? 
So, so Job Creators Network is an organization for small businesses and, and large businesses who are conservative to sign up, be a member, and, and, and get the information to make themselves stronger, to arm themselves and their employees with good information on, on bad laws that are being passed and how to fight it, okay? Now, I, what you just said about, about this, the uh, kind of an employment type of uh, uh, side of this business, I didn't talk to you about this at all, Sean. No, but I know. My, my, relationship, my, relationship, my relationship with Turning Point USA is very strong also. I was one of the founders there as well. And JCN was one of the organizations that I got to help fund the startup of, of Turning Point USA. So guess what? I, I am talking to both Charlie Kirk and, and, and Turning Point USA and Job Creators Network to come together in a marriage. Charlie's got you know, three, 400,000 kids across America as, as Turning Point USA members, which 99.9% believe in free free markets. They believe in, in the Constitution. They have all the same conservative values, so you're exactly right. Those two organizations could come, could come together and help each other out in a huge way. Now, all you need is an organization like a capitalist union of sorts, and I do own that, to come together and arbitrate, <laughs> because this is what needs to happen as far as I'm concerned. I, I, I'm telling you, in 2008, I saw the writing on the wall and what the subversion tactics of the Marxist mafia was trying to do. And I do think it is time to have an intellectual... We've had an intellectual civil war of secession in, 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 in one form or another happening through this country over the last hundred and... 10 years since the implementation of, of, of extortion taxes on, on income, the income tax. And it's time to break it as far as I can see. And it'll only happen if we support each other and cut out the communist, Marxist, Soviet influences in our society. And I think the, the rules are there in particular in the states you just talked about, the ones that welcome entrepreneurs, that welcome freedom, that welcome property rights. That's the only way we're going to make anything different, which is why I'm very excited about what you're doing, because it should punish the totalitarian failed states like Illinois. After all, they've been punishing you for how many years? And the guarantee of punishment is in the property taxation that so many people who don't understand it or spend too much time working are missing. And this is another thing I want to talk to you about, because you're a property owner in numerous states. When you see the Absolutely. devastation to, to property values, shouldn't people start to talk about this on every income level in these hellhole states like Illinois and New York, New Jersey, California? Okay, so I got together the best economic minds I know in the country to figure out how much has Illinois stolen, how much how much has the corrupt politicians in Illinois stolen from property owners of Illinois? And I went to property owner, I said, okay, how much, what, what would our property be worth if we were an average state like Indiana or let's say Tennessee? when it comes to the appreciation of property values, not Florida, not Texas, okay, which are extremely stronger than what I'm going to tell you, okay? But if you go to Indiana and Tennessee and say the average of those two states, the appreciation of property values have doubled to tripled on a residential property on average, okay? And in, 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 uh, Indiana, close to double, right around double. It, over the last, I'm telling you, the last 15 years, okay, since 2007 I did this. So, so, so it was 15 years I went by Okay, our property values were going up consistently to that point in time over the last, last century. Illinois was a great state to own a piece of property. The last 15 years since 2007, our property values have stayed the same or gone down on average in, our, in, our, in the state of Illinois for residential properties. Uh, Indian, in, I went to Indianapolis and Indiana. They've over doubled, okay? Go to Tennessee, they've over tripled. All right, just take the average of that. If we're just the average of those two states, which Illinois, the great place that we are in the middle of the country, we should definitely be the average of those two states. If we were, we would have $2 trillion, $2 trillion 
of more property value in residential properties in Illinois than we do today. Two trillion, okay? Now, now go to businesses, small business, the mid-sized business, and the value of businesses. Illinois businesses are worth as, as, as little as half as those two states. If I have a business in Illinois compared to Tennessee, somebody will pay double for that same business in Tennessee than Illinois. Well, then you say, okay, we did the numbers. We think it was somewhere in the neighborhood of $3 trillion of lost value of small business enterprise value, okay? So that's $5 trillion. $5 trillion. You know, Pritzker, the son of a gun, right? He's bragging about that we hit a $1 trillion um, economy in Illinois recently, right? For, for last year for the first time. Yeah. That's because our, our inflation is higher than any state in the country. Our taxes are higher than any state. In the, I mean, you... you we're, we're only there because of inflation. That's the only reason we're at one trillion. And by the way, we've lost five trillion of equity. For, Correct. For the last this is something years. the Illinoisan doesn't know that word. They don't care about that word. If they did, they would recognize we no longer broke with the Illinois government, along with the Democrats, broke the covenant with the American. We are not but, being but you taxed on the value of property anymore. We're being taxed on the cost of corruption. That's right. Well, well, Sean, you mentioned something. You said, well, won't the working class people start seeing this? Well, they are. As you know, more people are able to work from home now than ever before. All states. This, it was in the Wall Street Journal yesterday, I think it was, right? In the Wall Street Journal, they talked about Illinois, the exodus of the land of Lincoln, okay? And, and, and what they say, all states, they use an example. That huge campus was full of people only, only five, six years ago, right? And it's empty now. They're, they, they sold the property recently, I think. But either if they're, or it's for sale in Oakbrook. Well, guess what? Eight, like 85% of their people are working from home. Those people now are paying the biggest tax in the country in Illinois. Do you think they have to stay in Illinois now? Heck no. You're going to no. see a huge exodus of working class people that now can work from home. And it's a big, big number. I'm telling you, it's, it's, our, it was over 100,000 people we lost the last couple of years on average. It's going to be a bigger, way bigger number than that. And for every 100,000 people that leave, $1 billion of taxes leaves with it. So Good. think about that. Good. Now, if, you, if I would have had my way, and you would have been the governor of Illinois, not only would you have given the furniture a break, but you would have given the people a break, as the corrupt politicians have voted themselves an income raise, would you have signed it as governor of Illinois? Absolutely not. This is not even a full-time job. When you look at these, the state reps and the senators of Illinois, these are full-time jobs. A full-time job to me... A full-time job is a 2,000-hour-a-year job, okay? For me, it's a three or 4,000-hour. I, I like to work. It's 3,000 hours at least for me, okay? And I like to work. But look, at these, these jobs, will, if, you, if you add up the hours that they have to be in, in, at work, it's like five 600 hours a year, okay? That's yes. ridiculous. They're getting paid more than a full-time job with, with pensions that, that start within a few years, right, for a part-time job. Look, look at Texas, a great state of Texas. They're part-time jobs. Not full time jobs. No, it's re- it's ridiculous what we're doing. These these son of the guns are voting for their own raises. They're 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 voting in their own benefits, and they're and they're in bed with all the unions that are that are they're surrounding them, uh, helping them out too at the same time, right? Yeah, which is why the answer to our problems will not come from within. If you're going to straighten this out, you can't do it with a political animal that has worked their way up through a corrupt mafia system. It's going to take a man who's been penalized by achieving. A man like Gary Rabine. I will support you when you run for whatever you run, and I'm hoping it's for governor of Florida or president of the United States. In the meantime, when you get back, we're going to go look at some property. I'll let you play with the – we can put the top down, but you're not playing with the radio. We have a deal? (laughs) 
absolutely. Gary Raybine, thank you for making yourself available to me. I truly appreciate you and everything you do, and I wish you the best of luck. And like I said, I am expecting big political announcements from you in the future. Thank you, Sean. Have a spectacular day. Job Creators Network. Is it jobcreatorsnetwork.com? Where can my people go to just check it out? JCN, Job Creators Network, fighting for freedom is our goal, right? Fighting for freedom and small business. So it's Job Creators Network, and and it's uh, it's, we're we're all over. We got a nice website. Thank you very much. And and, and anybody anybody can call me direct if they if they know my number. They call me direct also. I I, want to get uh, a lot of Illinois members because we need them. Gary Rabine, you should have been governor. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Language. It is the weapon of the tyrant. It is this political correctness is the scepter of the fraud tyrant. Never wanting to address the actual issues. How is it like being homeless in Portland? It's a piece of cake, really. I mean, that's why you probably got so many out here, because they feed you three meals a day. You don't have to do shit. But stay in your tent or party, or if you smoke a lot of dope, you can do that. It's like you wake up, you go eat a blanche, get high. Go eat a blanche for lunch, get high. Go eat dinner, get high. And that's all you do all day long, every day. There's a new word you're going to start hearing for that kind of wretched scourge of humanity. Unhoused. Unhoused? Well, we should house them. That's the knee-jerk reaction of the moron. That's a scourge in society, yet she reaps the rewards. Cell phones, food, spending money, all in between bouts of getting high and being useless. So there's a video out now, San Francisco, of a business owner spraying an unhoused sloth outside of his business as she sits in squalor, in fecal intimidating customers, begging, and driving away business. So he goes out there to wash away the fecal, and she starts arguing with him. And he sprays her with the hose. Now he's the bad guy, because she's unhoused. It's irrelevant how much you give them. They're never going to have enough. And that is what the government supremacist knows. And those are the people that look away from the open and notorious corruption of the Democrat Mafia. Nancy Pelosi, financed by J.P. Getty oil money. She's an advocate for the environment. No, she's not. She's an advocate to strip away property rights. Just like Newsom, financed by the same fortune. Just like the easiest date in all of Washington, Kamala Harris. All financed by the Gettys. I wonder if we'll find out if some of that money trickled to Kevin McCarthy. He's a California scumbag. Something tells me they did. But once you're on that dole, you don't even care about the prostitution, the inside trading, the corruption that is the Democrat Party. Can I just ask if you have any information about why the president's personal attorneys were at the Penn Biden Center in the first place? Were they looking for something specific? Was there something specific they were doing going through these documents? It just seems like to send, if it was just routine moving stuff, to send a personal attorney to do that. They were clearing 
to see if there was any more linkage between the Chinese Communist Party, the oligarchs around the world, or the African slave masters that just got $55 billion. The United States will commit $55 billion to Africa over the next three years. A White House official has... Ironically, one of the only two countries where slavery is open. The totalitarian governments kill their own people. Joe Biden enriches them. Do you think that homeless sloth who's unhoused gives a rip or the drug addict who eats for free? I don't think so. And as for the position of the Democrat mafia on illegal aliens, my oh my how it's changed. All Americans, not only in the states most heavily affected, but in every place in this country are rightly disturbed by the large numbers of illegal aliens entering our country. The jobs they hold might otherwise be held by citizens or legal immigrants. The public service they use impose burdens on our taxpayers. That's why our administration has moved aggressively to secure our borders more, by hiring a record number of new border guards, by deporting twice as many criminal aliens as ever before, by cracking down on illegal hiring, by barring welfare benefits to illegal aliens. In the budget I will present to you, we will try to do more to speed the deportation of illegal aliens who are arrested for crimes, to better identify illegal aliens in the workplace, as recommended by the commission headed by former Congresswoman Barbara Jordan. We are a nation of immigrants, but we are also a nation of laws. It is wrong and ultimately self-defeating for a nation of immigrants to permit the kind of abuse of our immigration laws we have seen in recent years, and we must do more to stop it. Now that's the only politician, non-politician man in America that every man, woman, and child knew why he had an affair. I did not have sexual relations with that woman. We all understand, and he's talking about Hillary. Also, he's a president, a Democrat, and Mexico could have never said this about... You, President Biden, you are the first president of the United States in a very long time that has not built not even one meter of wall. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. In America, the people govern, the people rule, and the people are sovereign. I was elected not to take power, but to give power to the American people where it belongs. And that's why both parties collaborated and colluded to steal, steal an election so that a dimwit could just be a facade of a republic rather than what this government really is, full of government supremacy, determined to backdoor nationalize every single man, woman, and child in the country. I want the record to show. I don't know what questions I didn't answer. I'm prepared later. Thank you very much. Because you're suffering from dementia, you shorten-the-pants whore. Oh, God. Tomas in Elgin. What's going on, Sean? How are you doing tonight? Very good, Tomas. Well, I wish I could say the same for myself, because I was listening to your... Um, program earlier about how the corruption has ruined the property values and everything and how they keep raising their own income and the way that we fight back is also being taken away as well you probably heard today about the uh the assault weapons ban or whatever the protective illinois act as they like to call it yeah yes well, 
Well, guess what? Oh, sorry, yesterday. Yeah. That makes me a hardworking citizen, my wife, and my newborn daughter of two months old criminals because we follow the law. Isn't that ironic how that works? Thomas, you're a young man. You don't think you are. You probably think you can't do it. You're a young man. Your baby is little. You owe it to that little girl and the legacy of ancestors that came here from wherever they came to make sure she doesn't have to live under a tyranny. Illinois is a tyranny. It is a failed, corrupt mafia that enriches themselves knowing all they have to do is extort you of your money and your freedom. Tomas, there is but one answer. Come and join me, brother. You deserve it. You don't deserve to be a slave. Thank you very much for the call. I appreciate it. Mike and Elgin. Hey, Sean. Mike. I have a very similar uh, issue, I guess, as uh, Thomas did there. Um, funny, we're geographically similar. But, you know, with, with regards to that uh, House Bill 5471, you know, it's really the first time that I've been faced with, uh, that I can recall anyway, the dilemma of... Do I do I continue to be law abiding, <laughs> you know, and, and register and follow the the new rule? A law to not? take away your freedom is an unjust law. It is an unconstitutional law. It is the only kind of law the mafia Democrats practice. But will you be able to fight it from the social club of the mafia called Illinois? That's only a question you can ultimately answer. But my answer has always been clear. I've never deviated. If you are not going to be accepted for your unalienable rights, then you have a couple of decisions to make, and only one is nonviolent. And you have to be, I'm nonviolent. I practice nonviolence when it comes to attacking fellow Americans or going into some sort of a violence where people die. I'll beat the, sh- beat the hell out of somebody in a parking lot faster. I didn't swear. Beat the hell out of somebody in a parking lot faster than you can say, how you doing? But that doesn't mean I advocate for this civil war that is being kind of promoted by the Democrat mafia as they use their misguided abuse of power as they take away my freedoms and my property, right? You just sell and you move and you do what Gary did. You do what I did. You you do what Dan Prof did. You do what people can do. Now, it's not easy, brother. I miss my family. I love them. I miss the people I left behind, my friends. But I have FaceTime and they come and visit me and that's good enough because I will not be a slave willingly. I won't. And I won't pretend that these Republican scourge that are in on the scheme. How many Republicans stood up for your Second Amendment during this argument? How many? Rather than focus on the fraud that is Don Harmon, that is Chris Welch, and the rest of the mafia wannabe, fat-ass, low-life gangsters. Nobody. Nobody. What was the other guy that sat there while he enriched his brothers, the lobbyists, Durkin? What did he do? He resigned. How much longer till he moves out? Adam Kinzinger's already gone. He left the scene of the crime. Sorry, brother, I hate to do it to you. It's hard, and you're going to miss people, but you have to make a decision. Are you going to tolerate it? Are you going to pass that legacy on to your dependents, people who depend on you? I say no. Mike, I wish you the best of luck. You're always welcome next door to me. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. This is the hardest working man in show business. I love that son of a gun. Love. Love him. 
He was doing drugs they didn't have names for. Strong Republican on top of it. From the day I came down the escalator, it has been one witch hunt after another. Whether it was the Russia, 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 Ukraine, 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 impeachment hoax number one, impeachment hoax number two, the FBI censorship of the laptop from hell, the box. Now, in 1943, the following directive was issued from party headquarters to all communists in the United States. It read... When certain obstructionists become too irritating, label them after suitable buildups as fascist or Nazi or anti-Semitic and use the prestige of anti-fascist and tolerance organizations to discredit them. This hoax where if you take a look at that one, they raided Mar-a-Lago and other the Presidential Records Act, they're not allowed to do that. And then if you look at the Clinton Sox case, it's a total victory for all presidents that leave the White House with things. So that's another hoax, a big hoax. The people aren't going to stand for it. I hope he's right. In the public mind, constantly associate those who oppose us with those names which already have a bad smell. The association will, after enough repetition, become fact in the public mind. Except when you're a Democrat mafia scum. When is Mike Madigan's court date? A year from April. How about that scumbag, Ed Burke, with the Viagra in his pocket, the $30 whore on his arm at the uh, Viagra Triangle Tavern on Rush? When's his court date? Oh, he doesn't have one yet? That's right. It's good to be in the mafia, the Democrat scourge of Chicago and Illinois. Bill in Skokie. Oh, my gosh. I haven't talked to you for a while, Sean. Uh, first of all, I want to say rest in peace, Jeff Beck. Yes, the guitarist great, guy, right? Video, uh, people Get Ready with Rod Stewart. A great gospel song. All right. Yeah, uh, God every day for you on the airwaves, Sean. You don't know how much that means to me. Um, thank you. Uh, I can't wait to you, till you go national. Oh, um, well, come on! You're already getting a shirt after the first comment. But go ahead, brother. Nope. Um, and then uh, I have a lot of contacts uh, on the West Coast, and there's this huge surge of uh, dead bodies, and that's why you're seeing these uh, states. Um, uh, entitling or making legal uh, the human composting. I got a uh, whole thing, Bill, on the, stop the shot that the, the movement by doctors so in Europe. So terrifying that it's scary. Yeah, Bill, hold on. You got a shirt coming. I can, are you telling me I only have seconds? Thirty seconds, Joe. You got fifteen. Where's Joe? Why can't I hit Joe? We got computer problems. Probably the NSA. Pete Buttigieg's not in charge, so we'll be up tomorrow, unlike so many airlines. That's it? That's it for the show? Why is that it for the show? Don't make that face at me with those tiny hands. You're lucky. You're all the way over there. All right. I had a great time. You made it a great time. Thank you for listening. We'll be back in 21. Don't just have a great night. Have an American night. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.